Benjamin Franklin, one of the U.S.'s founding fathers, once famously said that in this world nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. No matter what career you choose or how you decide to live your life, odds are that you'll still have to do your taxes one way or another, unless you decide to live as a secluded hermit in the woods, maybe. Today I'll be discussing some information that will hopefully make the task of navigating taxes just a little less taxing. Taxes have existed nearly as long as society has. The earliest known tax laws were implemented in Mesopotamia circa 4,500 before Common Era, where taxes were paid in livestock to the local ruling class. To put that in perspective, writing was invented in 3,000 before Common Era. You heard that right, taxes predate the written language. Not only that, but the first writing was created partially in response to taxation. Pre-Sumerian Mesopotamia developed a system of mercantile and financial contract enforcement that used small clay tokens of varying sizes and shapes to signify cattle, sheep, grain, and other tradable products. This made trade between different parties much easier and allowed negotiations to occur without needing to bring one's entire flock of livestock along with them to seal a deal. The tokens were placed within a clay ball, sealed, and adorned with the signatures of both parties. However, an issue arose wherein the contract could not be checked for veracity without breaking the ball and voiding the contract. Thus, traders began making marks in the side of the balls to indicate their contents. Eventually, the tokens became obsolete and the marked clay balls evolved into the first written language. Ancient Egypt had a 10% estate tax, or tax on property transferred after death, as early as 700 BCE, and China continuously enforced a Zhou-era agricultural tax for more than 2,600 years before abolishing it in 2006. Suffice it to say, people have been dealing with taxes for quite a while. Back during the early years of the US, there was no such thing as an income tax. Instead, the government made its money via tariffs, or taxes on imported and exported goods. The reasoning behind this was that doing so would both encourage American manufacturers to capture the domestic market and prevent the overtaxation of internal farmers and agriculturalists. However, the outbreak of the Civil War necessitated the implementation of the first income tax, and later legislation implemented said tax during peacetime as well. The American tax code operates on what economists call a bracket system, meaning that the more money you earn, the higher your money is taxed. However, the money that you earn under a certain bracket is only taxed to that bracket's amount. That means that the more money you make, the more money you pay in taxes, but that you'll still gain more money to keep as you earn more of it. Let me give you an example. Let's say that the tax bracket for income below $1,000 is 25% and that the tax bracket for income below $2,500 is 50%. That means for every dollar you earn below $1,000, 25 cents goes to the government, and that for every dollar you earn below $2,500 and above $1,000, 50% goes to the government, or 50 cents out of every dollar. That means that if you earn $2,000, you'll pay out 25% times $1,000, plus 50% times the remaining $1,000 equals $250 plus $500 equals $750 in total tax payouts. That means that even though you pay out more in taxes you make more money, 
the amount you pay does not increase in a perfectly linear fashion. Don't worry though. There are many situations, such as when an individual earns below a certain threshold, or you're a small independent entrepreneur, where there is no need to file a tax return and your income is not taxed by the government. Tune in next time to learn more about the tax system, how it benefits our society, and why it's integral to pay your taxes on time every year. We'll discuss where your tax funds go and how they are put to work to benefit you. See you next episode! Thanks for listening! If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like to have covered in future episodes, send an email to moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. Till next time, this is Whitman Ochi from MoneyEd, wishing you a happy new year and a wonderful new decade.